1: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Everybody now, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hey everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope that you have awakened praising the Lord with your heart and your soul and just giving Him praise for another day of life, another day of purpose. And I am just here again, excited to share the Word of God with you, to share what He has to say to us, and mostly to share that His Word has life. And if you're missing something in your life right now, if you are going through struggles, if you're in um, circumstances and situations that you don't feel you have a way out, my friends, I'm here to tell you, dive into God's word because he will give you an understanding better than anything you could ever understand in the natural. And when you see things in the spirit based on his word, then you definitely can live our everyday life. And Everyday Life Purpose. So my friends, we're going to be diving in today into Psalm 112. And as you get your, um, you know, your uh, pads and pens and things ready to take notes. And you have your Bible on next to you or whatever the case might be. I want to let you know, my friends, that um, I am always thinking of you guys dearly. I really appreciate that you tune in to listen to the podcast on a weekly basis And um, I just wanted to share with you from my heart That I really appreciate that you guys have been with me on this journey You know, um, it's gonna be almost, I guess at this point, almost nine months uh, A little bit into the eighth, eighth month going on Nine months that I've been doing the podcast now And I gotta tell you, you know, God is just really blessing me During the process of doing this podcast, and I know that he's also been blessing you. So we we thank our Heavenly Father for that. And we thank him that we can freely praise him and do Bible studies and put them on podcasts where people can actually listen to them. You know, we have such a freedom in life in the United States that, you know, we have access to this and people have access to it as well. So Thank you for tuning in again this week. As I said, we are diving into Psalm 112. And basically, you know, this is what Psalm 112 is telling us. It's telling us that there are advantages of having faith in God, and that God guards the minds and the actions of those who follow his commands. So, this is what Psalm 112 says Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies he has dispersed abroad he has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever his horn will be exalted with honor the wicked will see and be grieved he will gnash his teeth and melt away the desire of the wicked shall perish father we thank you for this psalm psalm 112 That lets us know, Father, that as long as we have faith in you, Lord, and we embrace who you are in our lives, Heavenly Father, and we do the right things according to your word and your guidance, that we can prosper and we can um, really be protected in our minds and in the actions that we make. Because you've set our heart to be in the right place. So we thank you for the scripture, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, you know, as I was reading the scripture, I was being reminded that when it specifically says here, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. I was thinking about When I myself personally talk about how I fear the Lord, I think about both how I think in my everyday life, situations and circumstances, and also what are the actions that I take or do every day on a daily basis that may or may not honor God. So I think very consciously of every day when I wake up and God gives has given me another purpose in life where my mind is going to be and how and how are my actions going to be and one thing I always remind myself is that I fear the lord because I don't want to put anything negative in my mind I don't want to have any fear allowing to come into my mind. I don't want to let the enemy have an upper hand on my situation or in my life. So I make sure that when I wake up every day, the very first thing I wanna do is I wanna fear the Lord and I wanna say, Lord, today I wake up with a positive attitude. Today I do not want to let any negative thoughts come into my mind. Because I know in your word it says you have not given us a spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind. And I want my mind to be correct in how it thinks. Because my mind can guard me and my heart if I have the right positive thoughts in my mind. But if I have negative thoughts in my mind my heart can become disheartened and it it can set me on on a journey of emotions and feelings that might not have me thinking straight. So I want to have a positive mindset that allows me to think straight and knowing that I have a positive mindset, I can think straight and do things according to God's word and every action I take every day in my life, That is from how I speak to people, how I walk, how I carry myself. Um, It is dependent on me knowing that I hold on to my Heavenly Father. I fear the Lord every day because I want to be in the right place with my Heavenly Father. I want to be in the right place with myself, with my mindset, so that my mind is stable and I don't make irrational decisions, right? Because a lot of times we we can make irrational decisions and we're not thinking straight. So I want my mind to be sound. I want it to be solid. And God guards my mind when I get up and I'm in His word and in and in His, you know, presence and in His uh, moment of embrace. So that way, my mind doesn't waver into other things. I, my mind is solid in, in knowing and trusting my heavenly father. So I feel the Lord that way. And then also I feel the Lord with my actions. I want to make sure I speak to people the right way. I want to make sure that whatever comes out of my mouth, whatever I speak is life and not death, right? Because the tongue can harm us. And Sometimes you can't take back words, right? And words can really hurt people. So I try to be very conscious of what I say, how I speak to people, my actions, right? How I, how I treat someone, how I you know, how I, I embrace someone, uh, the decisions that I make in my life, whether it's financial, with my family, with my husband, You know, whatever it is that I of the choices that I make in my career, in my job, whatever it is, I want to make sure that they're the correct actions that fall uh, good in God's eyes. And when He's looking at me, I'm making the right choices in my actions. So I get up every day, fearing the Lord and saying to myself, "Lord." I, what do you want me to do today? How do you want me to handle today? I want to handle this according to your will. And when I think about that, I think about how, you know, when we delight in his commandments, and I've spoken about this numerous times, about how we could look, you know, into the commandments of the Lord. So many commandments that he's given us, right, that we could follow. It's, it's a guide for our lives. It's to help us, right? And that, when, the, when we do that, we will be um, getting blessings from our Heavenly Father. Not only will we get blessings, but the future generation connected to us can also get a blessing. So when it says his descendants will be mighty on earth, right? We'll, we'll be mighty, meaning that we'll have um, a sense of... Um, of understanding of who we are and we can be blessed. We can um, we can uh, have an influence, right, in this life, on this earth. And the generation of the upright will be blessed. Yes, we will be blessed. Why? Because we're following God's lead, right? We are guarding our mind and are guarding our actions according to God's commandments. And he protects us. He protects us. And when he does that, we are on the right track. And God blesses us. And it says, wealth and riches will be in his house. Do you know that wealth and riches don't always have to be money? Wealth and riches could be so many beautiful things. You know, someone could be wealthy if they just know that <laughs> they, you know, they had enough money to pay their rent, to pay their mortgage, their car, you know, pay maybe their student loans, pay their bills, uh, you know, pay for their food. That's wealth, right? You, you, you know, you got a job, you're making a paycheck every month. Uh, for some of us right now, you might be receiving unemployment, right? That's a form of wealth that we're getting. It is a tangible money we're getting. But it just helps us live everyday life. It may not even give us an extra buffer of money to, to be able to go buy a blouse or a pair of shoes or something. But we feel that we have that wealth because God is sustaining us. He's allowing us to have that so we can at least meet the bare uh, essentials of our obligations in everyday life. And when it comes to riches, you know, I, I, I feel rich every day. When I wake up and I know that God has given me another breath, (laughs) breath of life. He allows me to get up. He allows me to see life again. You know, uh, the beauty that he's created. I'm able to go for walks. You know, I'm able to still, you know, be able to come home and do what I got to do. And I got to work and things of that nature. I'm rich in that area. I'm rich in having just this, you know, um, home. Uh, over my head. I'm rich to be able to, you know, drive a car. You know, I'm rich in knowing that every day he gives me creativity that I put together, you know, in the industry that that I'm, you know, pursuing in film and television. And I'm just rich in so many areas. I mean, the gifts and talents that my Heavenly Father has given me in my life, I can't even put a price on that. Like, it's priceless because... He's given me these gifts and talents that just blows me away sometimes. I'm just like, Lord, you know, every day I'm finding out I have this gift. So to me, that's riches that I have that the Lord has given me. Unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. So, for me, when I when I see, when I hear that, you know, if I get up every day. And I have a good attitude and I'm really trusting the Lord and I'm confident in the Lord. There's a certain light, beautiful light that the Lord is going to put in me. He's going to put it in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, in my soul. And that same light that the Lord gives to me is a light that can shine on to others. Even in situations where darkness might be present. And God at times can be using us. Especially, we're on the right track with him to encourage other people, to love on other people, to help other people. You know, to um, guide someone else the same way the Lord is guiding us. You know, in situations and circumstances, so we can be a light in that darkness. And not only that, we have we become very gracious. You know, when the Lord really imparts in us a sound mind. He really puts the fear in us and we walk everyday life knowing who we are in Christ. We are very gracious people. We give very much of ourselves naturally. We don't have to think about it twice. And then with that also we become full of compassion. Because the same way that the Lord holds us and He cherishes us and nurtures us and helps us our friends and neighbors or family members that we come across that need that we can extend that to them and we're righteous we want to you know we want to be righteous in the sight of God we want to do the right thing we we want to follow the right path we want to be on the right road and it says a good man deals graciously and lends, and he will guide his affairs with discretion. Let me tell you something: when God places wealth and riches in your life, in all these ways, kind of like what I said earlier, and I mean, you could just apply it to yourself. I mean, again, it's not about money; it's about the things He's He's given us on everyday life level. Do you know that when you have been so blessed by your Heavenly Father, you will automatically have a heart in you to graciously lend something to someone. That could be lending of your time. That could be lending the lawnmower because your neighbor's lawnmower broke down and now they have to mow the lawn, but they can't because they don't have it. So you lend it to them. You graciously... I mean, you don't even think twice about it. Or you lend your time when you are mowing your lawn and you just say to your neighbor, hey, I'm going to come do yours on your side because I know yours broke down. We just graciously do these things naturally. It just comes to us naturally. We don't have to, you know, think and... um you know, battle or, or doubt what, you know, what we want to do because it just comes naturally to us because that's our Heavenly Father who's filled us with that. And then we will handle our affairs with discretion. God will give us the wisdom and the understanding and the proper steps of how to do certain things in our lives when it comes to that. Surely he will never be shaken and the righteousness Righteous will be everlasting remembrance. You know why? I'm going to tell you something. When you have God giving you a sound mind, when he guards you and you make the right choices and the right actions, you do the right actions, your spirit, your moment in time will not be shaken. And what does that mean? That means that when you're fully grounded in your mind, When you are fully grounded in your mind with positive thoughts and you have a trust in the Lord and you believe in his promises, no matter what is happening around you, no matter what circumstances are coming your way, no matter what someone might be trying to tell you in your ear gate, it does not affect you. You don't jump the gun. You stay still knowing that your heavenly father is working things out. I got to tell you that a lot of people had a situation with this when the pandemic first started, right? We saw a lot of people panicking. We saw a lot of people um, making some irrational choices in their minds and then definitely doing some irrational actions. But it was because they didn't have a stillness in, in the moment for themselves. Um, they panicked based on what they were hearing, seeing, right, or reading. But God wants to remind us that it does not matter what is happening around us, whether we're reading uh, bad stories, you know, in the news or in the newspaper, whether we're hearing about bad things that happen or we're seeing situations that are taking place, whether they're on TV or we're even seeing it in person. God wants us to be still. And he wants to hold us for us to hold on to him in that moment and trust him. So that way we stay steadfast knowing that our heavenly father is taking care of the situation. We won't be shaken. We won't let anxiety come in. We won't let fear come in. We won't let the chaoticness that's happening around us Um, interfere with our um, spiritual mind, our spiritual senses, right? And we won't let it affect our bodies because a lot of times mental state situations and anxieties and things of that nature, they destroy your body. They destroy your mind. They destroy your emotions, your body. And a lot of people suffer from that. And a, a lot of people get sick in their body and they don't understand why they're getting sick. Because it all starts with the mind. The mind has to be straight. The mind has to be positive. The mind has to be still and, and, and have positive thoughts, right? And it says here that he will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. That's right. Listen, if something is coming against you, if something has fallen at the foot of your door, if you're dealing with the tactics of the enemy in the spirit and in the natural, because a lot of the things in the natural manifest from the spirit, you got to know how to conquer that. And you you have to know how to be righteous and have victory over that. So that way, when that does come your way, your heart is steadfast. Your heart doesn't jump the gun, uh, get caught up emotionally, get caught up in the moment with any other types of emotions of anger or, you know, things that might come and infiltrate your heart. Your heart is protected. God is protecting your heart. So when something does come your way, you don't feel that fiery dart in your heart. Your heart is protected because you got the word of God in you. You've got trust in the Lord, knowing that he's protecting you and covering you. And You know that because you trust the Lord, you can be still and have peace, comfort, serenity in your life. And not have to worry about what the evildoers are trying to do to you. Those fiery darts don't penetrate you. They bounce right back off, my friends. And it says here, his heart is established. He will not be afraid. Until he sees his desire upon his enemies. Let me tell you something. This scripture right here, when it's talking until he sees his desire upon his enemies, a lot of times when enemies that we have are coming against us, whether in spirit or in the natural, a lot of times we want to think the worst of them. We 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 go into the negative mindset of what we want to happen to that enemy that has ruined our lives, that has maybe done things to us that didn't help our careers, whatever it is. But God is telling us and reminding us that as long as our minds are positive and as long as our minds um, stay focused in Him and as long as our actions are following His lead, The way we think and what we desire against our enemies won't be negative. So I'll give you an example. So if I have an altercation with, let's say, someone who hurt my feelings or, you know, they mistreated me or they stole money from me or they, um, you know, stole something, let's say. And I find out about it and I'm angry, right, Or, or they really have betrayed me or something. In the natural, we automatically want to say, you know, I really wish that person gets karma, karma. I really wish, you know, an eye for an eye or two for new. That's us in the natural, right? We want to be like, you know, I hope they get what they deserve, blah, 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 blah. That's how we think in the natural negatively. But what God wants us to do is say, you know what? that person stole from me, that person cheated on me, that person disrespected me, that person hurt me, whatever the case might be, destroyed me, whatever it is, now I go into a positive mindset, and I say, Father, I'm praying for that individual. I'm praying for that individual that they will have an encounter with you. I know I've been hurt. I know I've been cheated on. I know I've been destroyed. I've I've been taken. I've been suckered, whatever the case might be. But Father, I pray that they will have an encounter with you. Because if they can have an encounter with you, their lives can change. And their actions and their mindsets can change to make them a better person. So then they don't go and do the same thing again. See how that works? When we when we have our mindsets right, right? Until he sees his desire upon our enemies. And our desires upon our enemies should never be revenge. It should never be um, an expectancy, you know, maybe a bus is gonna hit them or something. It should not be anything like that. It should be an expectancy of, you know, God the same way you have turned my life around and you've done these beautiful things in my life and you have just shown me grace and mercy in my life, I wish the same for that individual because then that individual can have an encounter with you. Because let me tell you something, guys. When we were born, we were all born with a sinful nature. The minute you have a relationship with your Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and you surrender your life over to Him, your life totally changes, your mindset changes, your actions change, your thought process changes, you, you see the world totally different, you see people totally different. And what you want to do is you want to stay out with that. So the same way that we encountered that because God embraced us and we had an encounter with him, we want other people to have the same encounter so they can have a beautiful life too. I've spoken, I spoke about this many months ago on a different podcast when I was talking about like, you know, the chain reaction of spreading the gospel of Christ and then how people's lives can change and how the world can become much better, right? A lot of times we want the world to change. We want, we want changes in society, but changes have to start with us first. But the way change starts with us is really finding out and knowing where am I in my life? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing that might be hurting other people? I need to change my mindset. I need to change my actions and I need to make sure that whatever I'm doing that might be negative or going against God's word, I get my mind back on track into positive thinking and then the actions that I do may be that I feel the Lord and I do the correct thing. So. When we're thinking about desires for our enemies, we have to think more in a positive light as opposed to in a negative light, right? And pretty much when it says here, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Let me tell you something, you become very generous, whether you want to accept it or believe it. When you are a follower of Christ, your heart changes, And you start to give to the poor. You start to give to the needy. You start to extend yourself in a way like never before. It just becomes natural in your life. And then here's the thing, you know, the beauty and everything that the Lord places upon your life, people are going to see it. The wicked will see it and be grieved. They'll see it because a couple of things will happen. The person that was wicked and evil and did something against you, and you're not rebuttaling back to them, and you're not, you know, offensively cursing them back or offensively, you know, trying to fight them in the physical, and you're just, on the contrary, doing the opposite, you know, placing love on them, praying for them, and just really believing in in, in a beautiful change and encounter with them, with Christ, they start to see that in you. They People... People who are haters, I'm, I'm being transparent, and I, was, I always am. People who are haters, can't stand you, are pissed at you, upset with you, jealous of you, envy you. Whatever the case might be, when they see the fruit that you carry, that your Heavenly Father has given you, that fruit of love, when no matter what someone's done to you, you're still respectfully respecting them, treating them still as a friend, extending still help to them. Extending, lending, whether they need something from you or whatever the case might be, people look at that and go, you know, I've stepped on this sister, I've stepped on this brother, I cursed this person out, I treated them horribly, I, you know, I cheated on them, I went ahead and disrespected them, I robbed from them, I stole from them, I che- whatever it is but they're still treating me good. What? Why are they like that? I see something in them. I just don't get it. But then they start to look at you and go, how is it possible that they can just still have a good heart after I've done? And then they start to get curious and be like, you know, I want what you got. I hurt you, but you're still loving on me. They, they realize those things. They start to look and go, you know what? I really am a bad person. I really suck. I'm a crappy person. I'm very disrespectful. What, w- w- what am I doing? If you stand strong, you stand steadfast, your heart is right, your mind is right, your actions are right, people will see that. And that's the light that's shining through you. In the midst of their darkness. And that light can have an impression on that person in the moment who's in the dark. Which has them now thinking of their own actions. And how maybe they can change now their mindset and their actions. And here's the bottom line. God will always guard you and protect you, as long as you continue to follow His commandments, follow His lead, believe in His Word, trust Him, and have faith that every area of your life is being handled by your Heavenly Father, and you don't have to worry about anything else. So my friends, I just wanted to share the scripture with you today. Psalm 112 is a scripture that you can look into, read it on your own time, take out the time to really digest what the Lord is saying here, because He keeps reminding us that we have to continuously have faith in Him, and that He will guard our minds and our actions, provided we follow His commandments and His commands of what He asks us to do in life and that no matter what we might be facing or dealing with, He will make sure that we're steadfast in knowing that we can live out our everyday purpose in life no matter what is going on around us, no matter what is trying to attack us, and no matter what's trying to infiltrate in our minds and our spirits and our soul, As long as we know we have a sound mind with our Heavenly Father and our actions are the right actions, we will prosper. He will bless us and we will live out our purpose in life, fulfilling and getting even closer to the destiny he has in store for us. So my friends, it has truly been a pleasure. I hope you continue to enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we look forward to meeting up with you again next week where we will rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up every day with a purpose. God bless you.
0: Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning, In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's Word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.